Welcome to Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. In today's episode, we're getting even more women talking as we discuss the Miracite Brave Noise beer we've been spamming the socials with. I'm Joanne and this is Tori. Hello. And we're two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us. We are very, very fortunate today to be joined by a bunch of very lovely ladies um, who was involved in the Mirakai brewing process of a brave noise, which um, obviously Joe and I have been spamming social media with uh, constantly for the last a little bit, you know, week or so. Um, I'm not really sorry about it. I'd normally say sorry, but I'm not sorry. So um, yeah, uh, I thought what would be good for people that may or may not know anybody else on the call I'm sure a bunch of people will look sort of familiar to people but um if we just sort of went around said high level of who we are and um what we're drinking tonight if we are drinking and why so I mean I'll go first I don't really need to say who I am because obviously host here um but <laughs> I've got my um salt and coven Brewsters collaboration alpha queen I've got my coven shirt on why I've picked this will become very very <laughs> apparent as we go through um this process but also this one was brewed as a collaboration between the two to promote a platform and um for like women owned and women brewed beer so um yeah that's why i picked this because it seemed very topical for talking about inclusivity and um equality in the beer industry so that's me joe why don't you go next because people already know who you are as well so hello we don't know who i am why are you listening um i too get out i also am drinking my alpha queen it felt like a an excellent time it's in the back here with a few other choice beers from the brave noise that we've got hanging about thought i'd better showcase those welcome everyone to the podcast um emma do you want to go next yep people obviously know me i can't remember how many times I've been on your podcast. Maybe this is the second. Maybe third. The third. third. I'm not we won't be the last sure. either. Um, yeah, You're our most recurring guest, I think, now. Yay. Do I yeah. get Do I get something for we'll, it? We'll Maybe. figure something out. Yeah, we'll work something Thank out. you. Thank you. I, I need something. Um, yeah, for all those who don't know me, I am the better half of uh, Marikai Brewing Co. I am Emma. Uh, I am co-owner and uh, founder. Excited to be here. Fabulous. What are you drinking? Um, I'm actually drinking my own. I mean, like, I mean, I own a brewery. Why wouldn't I? Right. Um, yeah. So it's basically um, our AF beer. Um, this is a thirst trap. Just because it's kind of, I've eaten a massive half a pizza. <laughs> I feel like a little bit sick and it's a Monday. So I just thought I'd have an AF. It is an excellent. I uh, excellent I gave beer. one of mine to someone I work with because I was like, you will not believe how someone that also likes beer that I work with. He's like, you will not believe how good this low ABV beer is. Like, it's, it is oh, pretty you. convincing. And I gave it to him and he messaged me Thursday, I think. And he was like, I've, I had it. And he was like, it was so good. Oh, <laughs> I was like, awesome. welcome. So, yeah, all of us are wizards. He really yeah. is. He's mm. an actual like beer wizard. Yeah, he's doing a good job on this. I mean, I probably couldn't tell it was like alcohol free. And yeah, it just really makes me happy. And it's, yeah, it's kind of, it's just delicious. 
Mm-hmm. Michael's excited because he's gone uh, teetotal this year, so he's dead excited for your first trap beer to come. So he can't wait. It's <laughs> really good. It is really good. I didn't even know. Like I took a sip of it, and then I saw after it was like sub 0.5 and I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, well, I don't really want to point this out, but like by accident, because Oliver copied somebody else's <laughs> label who got it wrong. It's actually greater than. Oh no! Greater than, greater than symbol rather than less than. Oh, so, yeah. oh, that adds personality. I like it. Cool, Emmy. Do you want to go next? Because you're just next on my screen. This is what I do for work. So I'm like, guys, let's just do this. I love it. There are so many alpha queens on this call. I'm so happy to be here. Um, so I'm Emmy Harrison West. I am a freelance journalist and beer writer, as well as editor for women's magazines and newspapers. Um, I'm Beer Woman, and the A is an X on Instagram. Um, I'm actually drinking Bedlam Breweries Brave Noise tonight. Excellent. One of the few UK breweries to brew a uh, Brave Noise beer. So it's really good. I'm drinking it American Glass as well. So absolutely repping, repping the team here. Yeah, I thought it would be perfect for this call. Um, been wanting to try it for ages, trying to make my way through all the Brave Noise beers I can get my hand on. And yeah, I wanted to share it with some lovely women like yourself. Oh, cheers. Thanks. I've been trying to get all the ones I can as well, and I've got them stockpiled, like like Joe, ready to go, so that Joe and I can drink our way. I know Joe's is like perfectly placed. <laughs> I know mine are, mine are mine are thrown away somewhere <laughs> else, and I was like, oh, I should have done that. That's really smart. <laughs> cool. Cheers, Emmy. Um, Leanne, do you want to go next? How people didn't uh, mute myself, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so it's got to be someone. <laughs> I'm always the one, so apologies. Uh, yeah, so I'm Leanne. I um, work within the um, HR industry um, on Instagram. I'm uh, Craft Beer Redhead. Um, I am also repping Merakai tonight with uh, Fusion. Um, the reason I've chosen this, it was part of the International Women's Day uh, box. Um, and also, I'm a massive fan of a New England IPA. And again, glassware matching as well. I picked the wrong glass. I did I know, not get the memo because <laughs> that was but because that was so beautiful. Choice, no, but because it's so beautiful and emotional, it's in the nice beer cupboard. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Yeah, I did too. I mean, I've got a carling glass. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely in the nice beer cupboard. It's the best glass for a squash, all right. <laughs> that is, to be fair, that is actually factual. <laughs> yeah. I have a pint glass of squash. You can't be drinking yeah. squash out of this. No, it's too nice. No. Cheers, Leanne. Bex, over to you. Well, the beer I have chosen today is a beer, it's a verdant beer, so I'm not repping Merakai, unfortunately, on a rare occasion. Um, But I chose this beer because it was given to me by a really good friend who's one of the strongest women I have ever met. And so I'm drinking it in honour of my friend Claire and that's why i chose that beer cool uh do you want to give like a basic high level overview of who you are in case anybody doesn't know already sure so i i mean i basically i'm just a beer lover i'm just trying to show that anyone can drink beer doesn't matter what you look like what size you are where you're from but everyone can love beer and that was the whole idea of me creating my instagram and my platform that's what i'm here to show and represent and yeah oh brilliant thanks uh kimberly you're next on the screen 
Hello, I'm Kimberly, um, aka Crofty Pinup, um, or Kimberly Owen if you want my full name. Um, I am a content strategist for lots of food and drink brands, I guess by day and then by night. I'm a beer sipper, beer lover, beer drinker, beer writer, beer content creator, all of the above, basically. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I'm basically drinking. I'm 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 repping tonight. So I went for the. <laughs> The, for 3.8 because I thought because it is it is a Monday right now so it don't remind us for the three little birds. <laughs> and I have the magic glass too yeah well done this is a rarity for me because I'm so clumsy I break all my glasses so this is a this one lasted this one standed the test yeah it's, it's, a, it's a fancy glass <laughs> but cheers cool cheers Rand over to you to finish to finish up a little bit oh yeah best to last just saying <laughs> exactly <laughs> Cheers to all the queens here tonight. Um, I wish I was drinking the three little birds, Kim. There they are, Kimberly, but there you go. Also, I'm drinking squash in a carling glass. Um, so um, I'm just naturally massive beer lover. Um, have been for 20 plus years. I'm trying to work out my age, yes, actually, yeah, 20 plus years. Um, but um, job-wise, I'm a service manager for victim support services. And I lead on hate crime in Staffordshire. So all the stuff to do with brave noise, um, discrimination, bringing in the equality in um, not just the industry, but everywhere is very close to my heart. And um, yeah, I don't think I've got much more to say, really. <laughs> no, that's, that's brilliant. Thank you. Um, yeah, cool. So basically, as I said at the beginning, we've all kind of come together uh, over Miracle, Emma's, um, brewing of a brave noise beer so I think it'd be quite good Emma if you could kind of explain how you came to decide that you wanted to be a part of this and and sort of what that journey was like for you yeah I think from my perspective and also like from our perspective as um, business owners and the reason why we created America and why it existed is because I think that we want to run a company in a different way um it's kind of coming from a place that it turns out is actually being like from an activism point of view. Like I never thought it would be. I just thought, you know, we're creating beers. We actually, you know, give a shit about people. You know, we care about humanity and we just so happen to, to make beer. And it was really, really important um, for me from kind of a business owner um, perspective to actually put our viewpoint across and talk about all the things that, you know, like we talk about, and it's not just a business and we don't just produce beer. Um, we're actually coming at a point of view where we're trying to make a change and make a positive change. Um, and obviously um, craft beer is a male dominated industry. Uh, the topics of, it's unfortunate that things like harassment, um, crop up uh and you know like uh yeah uh are an issue so just to kind of like succinctly put it the reason why we wanted to brew a brave noise beer uh specifically is because i must admit it was kind of quite overwhelmed by brienne and her stories i mean we'd all kind of heard we've all experienced um and i'm sure we're going to talk about this more later on um different forms of um, harassment and judgment uh within kind of uh craft beer industry and um in pubs and in public 
And, uh, you know, you couldn't just, uh, from, from my point of view, and Oliver also felt like really strongly about it, we couldn't like not actually just passively watch people go through this and and just claim to be supporters and actually just not um, be an ally or action or anything. So that's that's why we wanted to to do brave noises, you know, you know, because it's kind of obviously part of our part of our DNA is to seek out and make change, basically. And it's it's unfortunate, like we have to use this as a vehicle, but it's also like a really positive thing as well. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry, I've like totally waffled, Joe. Sorry, I don't know. Are you going to edit that better? <laughs> no, better? no, it's more succinct. Um, yeah, totally ultimately, ultimately it, you, you just kind of can't be can't be passive and think this is happening and can't talk about it because things just won't change. Um, so I think it's really important that we are we are doing it as kind of Emmy mentioned, like you know, one of nine breweries in the UK to be taking part in this. It's a really sorry state of affairs, um, unfortunately. Um, there's lots of other causes that breweries are um, getting on board with and you know some of them like you know rightly short so fair enough um, but like we just we just got to do better and it's got to it can't ch- it can't change without some of the bigger breweries really getting on board and actually seeing it and and shouting about it and doing things like slight slightly differently um, and we're, we're just here to push on and um, do what we can to make a change and hopefully other people will follow suit. Um, and like you said, there's, I mean, there's only, <laughs> there's only, like you said, there's only nine other breweries that were doing it. And, and that is a bit like surprising that there's not sort of more doing it. And I'm, I do wonder if to some degree, maybe there's a lack of knowledge around like how people get involved. Obviously we'll put the link mm-hmm. to the Brave Noise website in there. Um, I know the extent of the deadline. So basically you just have to put the beer out. You have to sign up obviously, and you do have to do some things, but the the thing is you have to have the beer out by the end of 2022. I mean, Um, the flexible, the flexible, and it's really, really, uh, it's really kind of like simple barrier to entry. All you have to do is prove that you have a code of conduct in place, that you um, are going to, you know, treat your staff well and also like protect your patrons and you promote like, uh, anti-harassment it, it, it's just like so easy to get involved and I think that's right we don't want to shame anybody into doing it at all and we don't want to shame them like for, for not doing it but we just want to highlight it's so easy to do yeah the deadline kind of like might be coming up but we were actually um, I really wanted to brew it and said I can't brew it to the guys I was like I can't brew it this year like last year um can we can we still do something and they were like yeah we're extending the deadlines i'm sure if you know 10 20 30 breweries were like look we can't do anything this quarter we can do it towards the end of the year they would be like way more flexible because it's not it, it kind of like isn't about deadlines it sort of is but it isn't they will be willing to just be a little bit more flexible if the overall goal is to get awareness out and raise money for important causes that can basically like make change and actually start a conversation and lead to some change basically so that there aren't that many breweries doing it so there must be though it does seem very simple to sign up sign up for this do you think that the barrier that is stopping people is that code of conduct step what what do we think the barriers are that might be stopping breweries from joining up to this because i 
I can't. I, I, the only thing I can think, well, the only thing I can think of is just a lack of knowledge around it. Because I think what we found from talking about this uh, when when we were spamming the the socials, as, as we say, um, a lot of people just flat out had no idea what a brave noise was, like full stop. Um, I think we all had, uh, at least the majority of us had that experience when we were talking to people, people being like, oh, what's that? And then you have to sort of explain what it is. Um, and then once you explained it, they were very, very receptive to it um but it's just they, they didn't know um full stop what it was to start with and then from there it becomes a process of like okay well how do you actually get involved and then when you have to start doing things I don't even think it's maybe people aren't doing it because they don't want to but maybe if they perceive that there's a lot more steps involved they might just be like that's that's so much on my plate already I'm dealing with a pandemic and trying to brew around a, pro- a pandemic and everything else and then I have to go through all these steps but I think it's really important Emma to like explain that all you have to do is do something that I mean a lot of breweries probably already have in place yeah um, like the code of conduct and stuff they probably already have that stuff it's just collating it and submitting it and like you said I don't think that this is by any means us trying to shame anybody into doing it or shaming people for not doing it I I like to think that this would be something more of encouragement of encouraging people to join in on this to say it's not too late if you are interested in doing this you know it's not just about you know women it's about equality overall and inclusivity overall and you know I think this should just be a call to arms of like you know what if you haven't done it already that's totally fine but use this as a as a reason to go actually maybe it is easier than I thought it was and and look into it or contact one of the breweries I'm sure Emma I'm not speaking out of turn when I say if someone's concerned about how to do it they can contact you and they can go how did you do it I'd like to sort of understand how to do it and and you probably help do it or any other brewery would probably help them do it I've got no choice now you kind of like put me on the spot so I have <laughs> to do it yeah I have to um yeah genuinely I think I've done a couple of shout outs where I've said if anybody is not sure like brewery wise then I'm more than happy for them to to get to get in touch um absolutely it really really is um easy and maybe maybe it's just because it might be seen as just a US kind of like initiative. Um, and yeah, I'm not I'm not too sure. It would be a good kind of like hint team to have like boots on the ground, like obviously not me, uh, <laughs> in the UK to um, amplify because it's, you know, it's great that it was um, set up. Uh, and, you know, obviously Brienne is uh, based in, in the US, but I think that it could possibly get more traction if there was more like local people um just reaching out to to their communities and and really being like the the spearhead to to drive that to drive that message forward um because yeah it, it i mean i couldn't imagine you know she's a brewer uh and even though she's got a team i mean uh, the team do other things as well um and they help out as volunteers no one's got time to like just run a global <laughs> a global campaign so that's what we're here to do to to offer our like services and support and kind of further amplify and um, help help support um, that message. But yeah, boots on the ground. Uh, Kim, yeah, like you're, <laughs> you're well up for that, right? Yeah, I am, but I kind of just wanted to add, I just wanted to be a bit controversial, I'm sorry, but I know we're being nice and we're saying, you know, I don't want to shame people into doing it, but you know, how many breweries is there in the UK? And if we look at International Women's Collaboration Brew Day, it's been running for nine years and there was 54 places doing something. I'm not being funny, but... (laughs) 
And I think that's they up need to kick up the ass. They do. Yeah. They need to kick up the ass. I don't want to swear this early on, but they- <laughs> it's too late. It's already happened. Now. <laughs> and that, that's not, they don't have to take part in that. If they have women working in the brewery, there's lots of women around in England that would happily run events at their breweries. There's a lot of collab brews that already happen. Actually, it's just something that they already do. I think, you know, come on, please. Like you're pointing it out. Like, you know, let's, let, let's state the obvious um, here. If, most of these breweries are run by men. And if they don't have um, someone who is a woman or queer, non-binary, you know, people, different people from different spectrums and different like points of view bring something new and will actually say, well, why aren't we taking part in this and questioning it? Whereas, you know, kind of sometimes with Oliver, if I don't say it like, come on. It just doesn't come to mind. If it doesn't affect you, it's not at the forefront of your minds. Like, and this is, I don't want to, and I feel like, and like, I feel like I'm probably making a bit excuses, maybe, do you know what I mean? By saying, well, if they don't think about it, we have to remind them. But yeah, like right now in 2020, it it should be at the forefront of people's minds to get like out of themselves and think about other people. But, you know, like they they still don't. And I'm not trying to make excuses, but it sounds like... (laughs) No, I just, but I think you know, women have been around for a long time. It, you know, we've been here, and you know, there is a lot of breweries that are men, but there's a lot of breweries that are also on social media all the time, and they're also on Untapped, looking at who's giving them reviews. They know that other people besides white cis men drink their beer. I mean, yeah, yeah. get your head out of the sands. I, I, I'm just, you know, I just, I feel a bit ragey today. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I absolutely agree with us. Like, framework, though. Do you think there's a bit of a lack of framework in, like, obviously, like like you said, it's a global initiative that's come from the US, and obviously everyone, we, we know the message behind it, but actually as a brewery, if you're looking at it, I mean, I'm thinking of it, and Leanne, jump in if you want to say as well, from when you're looking from a HR and an education and training perspective, which is where I'm coming from, we go into employers' And we go into schools and we give that input because actually it doesn't come naturally. So I think it's about people locally accepting it. I think people get scared. I think it's really interesting, Emma, that you use the word activism because that's where it's turned into because actually it becomes, ends up becoming actually your, you feel like you're fighting something when you do start doing it because actually people are afraid of it and the people get on the fence a lot and, and people do sit on the fence a lot. And I think that's one of the issues. Um, but actually, if if some of the breweries are, um, I, I really agree with what Kimberly said. At the end of the day, we're a long time in now. Women have been into beer for a very long time. It's not just men that drink beer. It's not just people. It's not just white people that drink beer. It's not just Asian people that drink beer. There's a whole load of people that drink beer, go to events, especially when we're talking about um, festivals and stuff. Um, so actually, I think it's about taking ownership of a bit of education and looking at where to get that education from. Yeah, and I think I'd um, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that, Rand. And coming back to, to Kimberly's point, it's, you know, it's putting your head above the parapet, isn't it? And almost... They may have these policies and processes in, but do they do they live them? Do they embody them? Or is it just lip service? And if they then do get involved and they're called out because they've got this process, they've got this um, protocol or policy in place and they're not embodying it, then, you know, they're going to get called out um, by, um, you know, individuals, which is which they should be. Um, and again, let, let's look at women in beer. 
over over the centuries going back to ancient egyptian times women were the, the master brewers of beer so you know we have been here for a very long time and it's and it, it is about um the inclusivity and um getting every individual to think well actually it's not just as you say the the uh, the white male that um is into beer or drinks beer but actually it's everybody and let's let's all get involved and and the sooner some of the bigger breweries get involved as well the better it will be but they need to put their heads above parapet as well I mean I have noticed that I do think that even though there are nine breweries doing it I haven't heard a whole lot of noise as a whole for Brave Noise and that's why I do think part of it might just be a lack of knowledge that it is a thing that you can sign up and do because yeah. there might be some people that are just not paying attention to it like I said maybe it's making excuses or giving people the benefit of the doubt however I do think that could be quite a large reason for why some places are not doing it even though they have everything in place to be able to do it but I would then say hopefully this episode and what we've been doing for Mirakai and talking about it constantly and doing that constantly should raise a bit more awareness because I mean how many of us are on this call we've all been posting about it we've all been talking about it and I would hope that if somebody's listening to this and is like you know what I'd like to see my brewery do one of those that they would reach out to their local brewery and say hey guys um I've heard about this thing don't know if you've heard about it do you guys have any plans to do any of this or start a dialogue with them about it even if they don't intend to be able to brew that beer maybe just try to have that dialogue with them and open up and and show them that you as a consumer who buys beer from them this is something that you want to hear them speak on um because maybe they either think you know maybe they feel they don't matter if they do it or not do it or I, I don't know there's I feel like there's so many variables at play but I think you know to holding people accountable and to say all that like if it's something you want to see from your local brewery I would definitely encourage people to sort of reach out to their local breweries and say hey this is still running guys sign up for it yeah I mean again I'm sorry I was going to say to that end um, I don't know whether it is on the Brave Noise website but I am happy to put together a template that people can just simply copy and paste and send to their local brewery I'm happy to do it and I am happy to even message all of these breweries and tell them what it is because I don't want to be sitting here when we get to like November if we do a what what did Brave Noise achieve and then we go oh, it's because they didn't know about it. Um, I, I want to be able to say look we we tried the best we could and actually, you know I I just I just can't understand why they're not doing it because it's even if you just put it down to like business sense what better way to show other people that you you know you're open and your beer is for everyone and everyone is welcome than doing something like this and getting that code of conduct somewhere that everyone can see or read I just yeah you know it's like it's 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 really is the basics but actually I, I think people are just burying their heads in the sand a little bit and you know we want to grow this industry and that will mean people get more sales so um, it, it's a good thing all around yeah no I completely agree with that and what I was going to mention about just again to kind of reiterate the barrier to entry is like super low all you have to do is submit a code of conduct in terms of the beer they supply you with like a basic recipe I mean and they suggest it's a 4.5 percent pale ale using um mosaic and uh sabra I mean basically you can use mosaic and sabra you can kind of do what we did and use like a third hop or you know I suppose like change it up do a different beer style I mean Vault City did a sour like that was really really good you don't necessarily like have to do a 4.5 um, percent uh, pale ale 
Um, I do, however, know that Sabro is like really difficult to get a hold of. Like at the end <laughs> of the day, like this beer is to fight discrimination and harassment and neither of those things discriminate against any type of person. Like women have been fighting the fight since we were born. There's absolutely no denying that whatsoever. But it can happen to anyone. It can happen to men, queer people, people of colour, just non-binary people. It happens to absolutely everyone. And I think at the end of the day, it comes to a lot of perhaps heterosexual white, white men being intimidated. And it is up to the individual to educate themselves as well. But I mean, the fires are going to keep burning for a long time when it comes to fighting in this industry and beyond. It's about kind of joining the fight when you feel comfortable and educated enough to be able to. And I mean, at the end of the day, we're just kind of like a bunch of amazing women on Instagram shouting about it. And it's up to the individual to find out themselves as well, like if they want to join the fight and how they want to join the fight. And yeah, I mean, we, we educate ourselves on like queer rights and trans rights. So how come we can't educate ourselves on the basics when it comes to discrimination, harassment to ourselves as a person and as a collective and I mean it's it's absolutely amazing that we're here but who's it going to be if it's not down to us shouting about it basically which is why getting involved in these types of things are amazing and if you are active on social media I don't know how you've missed it it's everywhere it's absolutely everywhere it's it, in America it does it's feel, in the UK it does yeah. feel frustrating because it does mm-hmm. feel very much like the people that are like if you're going to get angry about a brewery that's doing this you have to stop and question like as a brewery is that a person that you want to be part of your community um because ultimately like who's going to get what type of person gets angry because they want everybody to feel safe and comfortable you know i mean and if that is a person that's going to be like oh you know keep your politics out of beer or leave this alone we don't want this do you want that person to be part of that craft beer community you're building like Emma I know that you guys when you like that's the whole thing that when I first saw you guys launching I was like I need to have the beer because you were like we're creating a community where everyone is welcome everyone's safe we want to encourage everybody across like all spectrums and you know I you know everything and I was like I really love that that aligns with exactly how I feel and that's who that's that's the horse that I want to back for lack of a better phrase like if it's somebody that's going oh we we have equality already we don't need any more of it or like there can never be I feel like there can never be a bad thing having too much equality if that makes sense I mean it's it doesn't like our point of view and position actually doesn't really make good business sense because (laughs) you know we are effectively if you don't feel the same way that we do which is basically like acceptance of everyone and trying to create like a community that feels welcoming and uh is safe for people to be part of we like we alienate those people like straight away I mean you know just by uh our labels and like some of our beer names and like who we are and the sort of um ideals that we represent and the imagery that we have on our social media and the you know the subjects that we talk about we we probably like alienate a lot of people that again like you talked about just want to be in beer and want to keep like politics out of beer like what whatever that is but I think there is that lack of uh, understanding and awareness of the fact that it's you know someone different than you actually really wants to enjoy and take part in the thing that you love but they can't because they feel uh, afraid of x y and z and there's a lot of lot of things that people feel um afraid of uh it, it's not 
to walk into like a pub that's just like full of men you know from my perspective I, I I can find that like quite quite intimidating you know I don't kind of like it uh uh and we need like those on the other side to actually kind of go oh you know like how can we make it more welcoming to you like what what can we do you know it's just yeah basically I've waffled and I kind of like I've lost my train of thought but but you know I mean ultimately like what we're trying to do uh is create like spaces that are safe for people and inclusive but yeah you know th there are people out there who like don't want that but likewise we probably you know like we don't want them to to buy our beer and I was thinking about this today not to kind of like hog the mic too much is it going to be within our industry that there will never be like one group of people who can come together with a common understanding that there will always potentially be you know, like two different kind of sets of like groups of people, ones who aren't accepting and just like want to enjoy their beer and like are not interested in engaging and the other group who like are welcoming and just want to kind of like make everyone feel like totally welcome and and safe and is that kind of like how it's going to be in the beer industry where it's just like these two kind of camps running parallel and not interacting with each other or are we going to get some change like I think I, it would, I think I it would be lovely to see some change I think um there's certainly something I I noticed when I first started out um within like enjoying craft beer there's quite a lot of elitism and um, it's about who can buy the best beer or who can uh, buy the most or who can post the best or who knows the most about beer. Well, actually, I like beer. So why, why isn't my opinion valid? It doesn't matter whether I'm a woman, a man, uh, whatever my sexual preference is or my colour is, I should be able to be um, enjoying that. And I know, you know, Ranj, Ranj and I have um, waxed lyrical over this on many occasions. And, and, and you know, I've, I've, I've witnessed Ranj be subject to certain comments that I have called out and been, quite frankly, ostracised by some people just because I've called out their comments against, against my friend. I'm a woman, yeah. I'm a woman of, and I'm an Asian woman. Mm. And you know what? it comes back to Tory's point. And I think, you know, that's what I'm saying. Like these people that say, oh, I don't want to be involved in the politics. And do you really want these people, you know, in your community? But actually what they're saying is actually, yes, I know that somebody said a racist comment about you. And somebody actually said this to me. I know they did say that about you, but they didn't, you know, they didn't do anything to me. That's, that's oh, a joke. No, yeah. I, I was I was party to that okay. conversation. And yes, horrendous. And um, quite frankly, I find it quite shocking. I I've got to say, I got back down um, the back end to do my beer page. You know, Leanne, we talked yeah. about it a lot, but just took a massive step back because I feel like um, felt like I, there was a bit of a target on me back, and it was an easy and it, and I think what I couldn't get my head around was where. It's like you said, Emma, I just can't keep my mouth shut. If there's something and it's not right and actually there's an injustice there, I can't keep my mouth shut. Same. I'll be really honest, and, and you all know because I've said, for professional reasons, I took my beer page down. But one of those professional reasons is, is I don't think I could have helped calling out that behaviour and probably becoming a target. Kimberly, I know you've been targeted, not just on your social media, people have come after your LinkedIn, come after your personal pages. Do you know what I mean? And I've got a lot of respect for you that, you know, you're like, nah, do you know what? I've got to keep going and, and I'm going to keep doing this. 
I got to a point where actually I couldn't and you know um and do you know what I've got to say I really do have a lot of love and respect for all of you here because you've continued to you know we've all been part of this brave noise collaboration and not once have any of you said well you don't have a beer page anymore what are you doing what are you doing here which was a big fear for me at some point but actually it's been amazing it's actually been really really nice being part of the whatsapp group everyone's dead interested in what each other got have got to say and it's sort of like it's changed my opinion again of actually there are safe spaces and we can create these safe spaces but i i was part of a group which became very toxic and there was a lot of uh, misogynistic racist comments going around and i was expected to shut up and put up and that's never gonna happen and that makes me so mad the fact that someone's just like well they didn't say it to me so it's okay but that's like that that's like the thing of um like oh let's keep put like when people say let's keep politics about out of beer and they're they they get really angry they they take it out on a brewery of like you shouldn't be putting politics in beer yeah but if you're not interested in it then ignore it like I, on, I, what I don't understand is like if you're upset like you're obviously upset enough about somebody putting their politics in beer that you feel the need that you have to say something about it about how they should keep it separate and and I just think like if you really aren't that bothered and you don't care about it why are you caring enough to comment on it that that is I'm like shocked that's I'm not shocked because I believe it happens 100% but I just the fact that you managed to like <laughs> keep at all cool with someone saying that like I am irate about the fact that some I am like oh yeah we, not we, happy we, about we that didn't, we didn't keep that cool let's just put it yeah. that way and <laughs> I think that's what really annoyed me because there are people that are willing to get up on their pedestal and comment all the time but I felt like it was commenting about the wrong stuff I didn't want to be associated with it. Do you know what I mean? I did. I felt tainted by association. So I took myself out of it because that's what you got to do. But I just want to say thank you because you've all really restored my faith um, in the sense of actually not everybody thinks like that. Um, and you know what? It's really nice to be part of this group. It really, really is. And actually, I'm quite happy. Um, I'm, I'm a very confident person in this sense. I'm quite happy to say the right thing. But sometimes I'm one of those people that thinks like, I'm quite happy to put out the right information. Um, but there's some people that are just so ignorant, you're never going to be able to change okay. their opinion. Yeah. yeah. yeah sometimes you just got to walk away from it because there's no Absolutely. change in their mind or, you know, it's not a battle that you can win. And they, as they well, don't want their minds changed. They don't want their minds changed. They don't want to listen to what you've got to say. That, and you've got to think about you you've got to think about your mental health and what's happening to you and sometimes you just got to walk away from it you've got to pick your battles i can't I never for a second think that like because you don't have a beer instagram anymore that no. you wouldn't be welcome like in any situation no. like a beer instagram isn't the be or end all of the beer world like if anything sometimes i'm like i have to be the person like yeah i've got a beer instagram <laughs> like sometimes i want to be like no i just like beer i don't like, i what, say this where can i find you on the beer instagram sorry <laughs> i say this fairly regularly because i've had it as well like even you know even though you know I've got a little bit of beer knowledge, if anybody hasn't noticed. But even then, I've been told, well, you're not a BJCP judge. You can't say that. Or I you're not that. this. You can't say that. I've got taste buds and I can drink beer. Yeah. So if you've got taste buds and you can drink beer, you can say what you think about it. Like, that's how beer works. 
But I think that's what I couldn't get my head around as well, is, is, is exactly that, is, you know, it was about um, when people, like, it's about everybody's opinion. Like, just because I don't have a beer Instagram anymore, I still love yeah, beer. Yeah. Still drink it. it. Emma will know by the massive order I've mm-hmm. just put in, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm still all about the beer. But it is that whole thing of, for me, it did get to the point where it just got a bit tit for tatty. And I just thought, oh. I just can't be doing with this, you know what I mean? But it's nice to be, you know, surrounded by a nice little mature group who's just, you know, <laughs> we're in it for what it is, beer. It doesn't matter what your opinion on it is. Everybody's taste buds are different. You're all going to taste something different. Just respect each other's opinions. Does it really matter? Yeah. And it feels like such a relief, isn't it, to have women beside you? Because I've just been, been sexualised at most beer events I've been to. I've been sexualised on my Instagram page. I think I did like one story and I got a message from someone who I thought was my friend and unfortunately was very sexualized and targeted me as a woman. Yeah, like we're women, we wear lipstick and we drink beer and we have boobs and I wear nice clothes because I like to wear what makes me happy and I drink what makes me happy. And it doesn't mean that just because I look this way and I am this, I am the sex and I am this gender and I prefer this person, doesn't mean that I should drink something that is low in calories and that is fizzy and that is like cocktails. I'm so sick of being discriminated for it. Which, I, which is why Brave Noise exists, and which is why I'm so happy to be part of it. But Ranj, honestly, you're absolutely incredible. Kimberly as well, like, the, it, it, it makes me happy to keep going. It makes me happy to continue on with these pages in these circles that are supportive, because we just know that if we're not gonna fight it, then who is? Um, so for every one comment, there's always two good ones. For every one bad comment, there's always two good ones, which is why I'm still here, which is why we're still talking and, I'm writing about it and trying to get everyone on board and talking about how, yeah, beer is not for men. It's for every single person out there. Um, yeah. But like, likewise, I think for every person that has a beer Instagram account, there's probably about five people that don't have a beer Instagram account that also like it as well. Like, I don't think that, you know, there's, there's any merit necessarily being held on what social media you have that's beer focused and how many followers you have and whatever, like that doesn't prove how, driven and passionate you are about beer or or what you enjoy and maybe you don't like that isn't the focus of your everyday you just like having a beer and you just go this is the type that I like and maybe you only like one type of beer that doesn't make you any less valid than someone that's like I I like everything I feel like we you know it shouldn't be this focus around like who can write the best reviews on something or like sometimes you're just like I'm not great with words or I can't figure out a way to describe it I just like it boom and that doesn't mean that you like it any less than someone that can write a short novel like myself on something like that is you like it just as much and you're entitled to like it just as much and um yeah (laughs) that's that's my diatribe done also throw it down the sink as well if you don't like it it you can throw it down the sink if you don't like it that is allowed because I already paid for it and that's the exact context <laughs> that's the exact context that you had when someone told you that you weren't BJCP certified you didn't like something good god don't turn around and tell them you don't like it Poor. yeah I just I just wanted to add though if anybody is listening or, or watching whichever one you're doing uh, if anybody does feel like Ranj please don't think that you can't reach out because uh, you know I know you said 100%. that I keep going but sometimes it's really difficult and you know if someone is there and is just struggling you know feel free to reach out and you know people say slide into my dms or whatever but they are truly open and even if it does take me like till a day to get back to you there is some nice 
people in craft beer and you can find the people that you you know it's about the people that you run with and you'll find your tribe and it will just take time and we're here and certainly my dms are open so i just don't want anyone to i guess get to the point that ranger's got to because there's people here to support you and you know beer should be for everyone and you shouldn't feel bullied because of like you don't like something that someone else likes or actually shouldn't feel like you know you need to be authentic and stand up for what you believe in and that's how you find the tribe that you can run with it's okay for you to have an opinion you know and it's okay to disagree yeah. it's okay to disagree on opinions and that's just it and I'm, I've got and I'm very blessed I've got a you know I'm, I've got a life full of people who are very different we're very different but it's okay that's okay and I think for me just for me personally and, and honestly please don't think it's like oh I got rid of the beer page and it's all it's not it was just for me it came to a point where I was like actually this has become toxic to me yeah. And I don't want to do that anymore. I still love beer. I've still got people I can talk to beer about. You know, my opinions are still as strong and valid. Um, no one's going to shut me up. I think we've learned that tonight. <laughs> but it is just that whole thing of, for me, it just got to the point where, like, um, that that side of it for me, I just thought, do you know what? This isn't this isn't actually adding to my life anymore. And I'm a true believer in if something's not adding to your life positively, cut cut it at the end of the day do you know what I mean um you know I've got a lot of love and happiness and a lot of supportive people but it was it was difficult I, I, I did get come across some difficult comments from people I fought with friends that I've made friends within the beer industry people who aren't wallflowers and have plenty of opinions of other things but I felt like I was in, in a position where I was constantly sort of like put up and shut up and I thought nah I'm not gonna so you just got to step out of that situation sometimes yeah no I echo you can like say with Kimberly like people can message me on on Instagram if they want to or wherever Facebook wherever you see me like feel free to reach out I I definitely take breaks like there'll be times that I'm like oh I just mentally am not in a headspace to post anything like I'm so sporadic with my posting and that's why it's like I don't think it matters if you post every day or you post once forever or you don't post at all because mentally you're not in you know that's not the right place for you to maintain a healthy you know relationship with beer or with anybody else um I think like respect all layers of that but yeah agree with Kimberly like and I imagine any one of us if you message somebody here we'd we'd be like now nah, that's cool like you can talk to us but I mean I'm definitely yeah, we'll I'm on. ladies I will like you know I think in 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 the beer industry and in hospitality industry it happens a lot where we, women are pitted against each other they are yeah. they and I think that's the other thing and I think it's really nice that when we come together as a collective because it should be about women empowering each other do you know what I mean not not putting each other down we should be fixing each other's crowns and I'm a big believer of that you know um I've got a lot of love for all the women in my life and the men you know and I've got a lot of very pro-feminist men in my life you know my husband I'm very lucky he you know he's yeah see Leanne's nodding because uh, <laughs> yeah, but you know he is he he's always supports me 100% to be me and the full full force of female you know and he absolutely respects that and and it's a shame because I don't think that's the same experience for everybody unfortunately yeah, and I think coming back to um, what Kimberly said, and you know, Kimberly's been um, amazing, and, and as has Ranj, I've had a, a difficult time through again through beer Instagram and made me reevaluate things. And, and it wasn't just men that you would get some inappropriate comments from. A lot of the times, it was women as well, or people that would hear 
um, stories or, or gossip yeah. and you know they think they know you because of what someone else has said and you know had it not been for for Kimberly and, and Ranjo over the last couple of months I was I was at a point where I'm like you know what I'm going to close my page and I can't be dealing with this because I like beer and the only reason I did this was because I enjoy beer and I wanted to meet like-minded people and it's um yeah it, it it can become quite elitist and toxic at times and it does make you think and and, and coming back to another of, of Kimberly's points where she said about putting templates together you know I work within the HR industry if anyone ever wants any any support or looking over codes of conduct I'm more than happy to do it because I want to see this inclusivity within the industry so again I'm more than happy to you know my DMs or whatnot are always open and, and I think you know we need to all stand together to make a difference and it, and it takes every single one of us to have a voice. I mean I just want to kind of highlight here that two amazing women who have like day jobs and then then some are offering like to anybody who wants to like their help and support and that's like absolutely incredible like that is absolutely incredible just take it I urge everybody who's kind of listening in breweries to take them up on that support and do it and and really kind of get involved and hopefully like listen to what we're saying and listen listen to our stories and act you know like actually actually kind of do something do something get involved do something just because you know, like by sitting kind of by or liking someone's, you know, post at this point at where we are, it's just really kind of not enough. It's not, it's not enough. Like we've all heard the term like performative, like allyship. And that's absolutely fine. You know, like it, it's, it's fine, but it's like not fine. You've got to take that step and just kind of keep on building and build the momentum. Like this is how we're going to see the changes. If everybody kind of gets involved and it becomes the norm. I mean, as Kimberly pointed out earlier, more people who come into the craft beer industry basically means more money. And don't we all want to make like more money? Isn't that really what it's about? Isn't it making money? So yeah, like just open, open up your breweries, um, get involved. And that's that's kind of like me. I'm just jumping and down off a soapbox. <laughs> I, I just wanted to because I, I know Bex has been really quiet in the in, in in her white room there because I know Bex you've got your podcast and stuff but I just wondered kind of what your experience was on I guess like because you're you know you've got quite a, a young Instagram account and I just wondered what your like take on it all is. Yeah I mean politics in beer unfortunately is something that we all have to deal with um, and I think I think I maybe mentioned in my live last week that I feel like there's almost a stone age mentality that needs to be eradicated. It's like, it's got to change. Or there's just absolutely zero knowledge that this is even a problem for anyone who's not, you know, a white man. I don't know, whatever we're classifying, you know. Um, The point is, is like, anyone should be able to drink whatever drink you want to drink you know and we're all here because we all love beer but you should be allowed to drink whatever you want to drink and you shouldn't have to feel like you're being questioned because you're choosing a certain drink whatever it might be so it's just you know going back to beer is for everyone and this should feel like a space that anyone can be welcome in and that's the whole point of the 
the collaboration and, and brave noise and everyone should feel welcome everyone should be able to drink what they want to drink and be welcome and not feel uncomfortable and not potentially be in situations where you feel you know I don't know attacked or uncomfortable or even to the extent where someone like Ranj that you felt like you had to leave your account because it was becoming a toxic environment for you it should never reach that level yeah no totally I, I think completely agree with that like I think that's I think we can all get on board with that to be to be fair um we mentioned something about like you know the safe spaces for everyone to feel comfortable like Emma do you want to just sort of very quickly high level I, there's something else we can talk about after if you want to but um very high level who we're supporting why the beer I'm drinking and the shirt I'm wearing makes sense um what our charity of choices for our brave noise beer yeah so effectively our um uh partner of choice our kind of benefactor um, of our brave noise is um, the wellness officer initiative and that was basically um, established by uh, Pip um, from the coven she also works at Sol and is well known um, within the industry and just kind of came across it and thought like what a fantastic initiative and going back to um, Kimberly stories in the series that you know, she did and also that Leanne um, appeared on and and spoke about her experiences. I just felt that people who were doing Brave Noise um, were contributing um, and giving money to places like the Drinks Trust, but we wanted to do something different where we were actually able to um, support our communities and keep them safe. And that's what the Wellness Officer um, Initiative um, is set up to do. Um, these individuals will be uh, trained not only in first aid, but also like conflict um, resolution and act as um, a witness and a safe state for individuals at craft beer festivals and events oh cheers yeah we we just did uh international women's collaboration brew day up in sheffield and um pip uh showed up there with uh got some t-shirts from her and she's uh yeah she's really cool so uh total badass it was great um <laughs> and we chatted to her on episode 53 if anyone wants to well, find out more about we did because we I weren't did. in we weren't in not these. my fault that you were at a wedding <laughs> it's true i was at a wedding um yeah no i know some people have to drop off so i think uh, what would be really important is like what is sort of the message that you want to make people aware of based on your personal experience um when it comes to you know the community or you know is there any sort of outdated message like s- something that you want to sort of dispel that you want people to know that's maybe a misconception or something else so like an example for me would be and you kind of mentioned this when you were talking like for me I just want to look cute sometimes for me like I don't necessarily want to look cute for anyone else I'm you know very happily married I'm not going out on the pool or anything else like that um and it's funny Ranch. like my husband is also like really like pro you know women and all that stuff as well so it's funny because like sometimes he doesn't understand that this stuff is happening in the industry because he just goes why would you be like that why wouldn't you do like that why would you discriminate against like that and I have to and Emma I think that's probably what you have with Ollie as well is Ollie is also super like pro feminine everything like you know you probably have to be like no there are people out there that that is like this um so yeah I I, sometimes I just want to look cute for me I want to go out and I want to look cute for me that's why I sort of last year was like 
uh, why aren't people making women's size brewery t-shirts because I was like I want something to fit my shapes and make me feel look cute and look good so when I see something that's like a women's size brewery top I buy it because I'm like I just want people to know that I can like beer and I can want to look cute I don't have to be looking cute and drinking a beer for other people's approval I want it because that's how I like to look and that's how I want to feel so I feel like that's something that like for me that's the message like I want to sort of like dispel is like just because I'm going to a brewery and I'm looking cute doesn't mean that I'm not going to order a beer and it doesn't mean that I'm ordering a beer because I want somebody to think that I'm interesting or anything else like that so um feel free to chime in with your own things at all I don't know if that made sense or if I've just waffled (laughs) no no it it like totally doesn't like even if you do want to look cute like at beer festivals it's usually warm and you want to wear a dress and you feel like great in it and you have some cute clothes I dress like that for me and I drink beer for me and even even if I don't want to look cute and I'm just drinking beer in my in my slouchies it's not for you it's not for anybody's perspective it's for it's for me um and kind of the myth that I wanted to spell is that beer is for absolutely everyone but I will show you something for my birthday I got five of these cards which are cocktails in yep. one of these <laughs> right this is extremely masculine and yeah. I'm sick of beer being branded branded in a way that is masculine and for men. It's absolutely not. It's for absolutely everybody. And that card says beer is not the answer, beer is the question. It's like, who was asking the questions? We need more breweries to ask these questions and ask my deemed minority groups in the industry what will make us feel more comfortable and how we can feel more safe, which is why the Wellness Officer Initiative is fantastic. But it makes me think, why has this been done earlier? There have been so many instances where I have felt uncomfortable because the way that I look and the way that I've dressed, and it would have been great to speak to someone about it, but unfortunately it's not as advertised as much as it should be, which I think is why maybe this could be the first step in more people waking up to kind of this, this revolution that's happening. And that's an amazing word and we should, we should brand that around more. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a revolution and it's for everyone. It's not just for us. It's not just for the people on this call. It's not just for everyone listen. It's for, absolutely everybody it's for people that make cards for men with beer it's for women that are scared to drink beers for men that are scared to drink cocktails it's for absolutely everybody and I wanted to spell that myth that yeah I'm wearing a man's brewery t-shirt but I'm going to wear it because I want to and because I like this brewery and I like this beer and you should be able to do what you feel comfortable doing and you should not get targeted or discriminated against for it which is why I think it's absolutely incredible that Mary Kyle are doing this and I'm so excited to try it I know you're really excited I cannot wait it's it's the same thing like when you're talking about um things are branded in a certain way we see a lot of beer baskets for father's day we don't see a lot of beer baskets for mother's day (laughs) I mean I'm not a mum I mean like I'm a I'm a dog mum that doesn't really count but I'm like yeah yeah yeah. well tell my husband I'm not getting presents for that I'll tell you that um I should maybe I should be I should be like where's my mother's day beer but you know we need to like see that more normalized but I think the sad reality is people are afraid like with women's size t-shirts I totally understand why it doesn't happen because it is such a challenge to get the right style and cut for everybody and to get the right price for it for everybody and I think it's probably the same ish with like mother's day you order things you put it together how many people buy it okay it doesn't become profitable so you don't do that the next year because it's too difficult so I mean this this is the other like I mean yeah who cares we just do stuff because that's the way you make change right and if you make like a couple of people happy sometimes it don't matter that's that's why we love you great business (laughs) sense yeah (laughs) that's why we love you making so much money 
But if you're not going to do it, Emma, who is? And right. Be the change you want to see. Exactly. It's unfortunate that it is costing. It is, but like brewing is supposed to be a passion yeah. and it's supposed to like it started from female passion. Yeah. And we won't talk about the Reformation when gender rules switched and men took over. That's a whole different history lesson for another time. But beer is about passion. It's about channeling your love into it. And if you can't do something that you love, then why are you doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I know it's about money. Money makes the world go round. But if you can't go to bed at night thinking I've done the best that I can absolutely do in this brewery, I have put my face on a can because I care about it, then I don't know. Maybe you're in the wrong place. I think oh, for, wow, for me, it's about, it's about um, education, isn't it? I mean... I'm I'm fortunate, you know. My brother is passionate about beer, and my brother is also, you know, very much pro pro feminism. And and to the point, my my three year old nephew, um, if I go around there, he'll he'll give me and my brother a can of beer, and he'll say it's Daddy and Auntie Lee juice. And I'm like, this is amazing. We've got him well taught at three. Um, I, and I think it, it, it is about how you you know how you um bring your family up around around uh things and it's it's how you teach why why should one thing be male one one thing be female actually beers for everyone and you know you can apply that to everything at the end of the day and i think it's it is all about um education from the early early years not that i'm advocating teaching beer at school but you know um, at the age of two <laughs> My nephew is well schooled at three, so you know he's on he's on the right path. <laughs> I think on the back of what you and Kim Kimberly said as well, like um I work in victim services, so I'm more than happy for anyone to ever slip into my DMs if they want to, if they want to be signposted to services that can support them because they've been a victim of discrimination or hate crime. Um, and also if if people want an educational input, if you know a brewery doesn't know where to start. I'm quite happy to run a diversity um, session diversity and talk about what discrimination is because I think sometimes that's what people are they get defensive because they don't know so well come find out you know you've got a platform of women here and we're all saying come and ask the questions we're happy to find them genuinely I mean it when I say like from my perspective anyways like no judgment if you're willing to to approach and say like I genuinely just want to know like I don't know I I didn't know until now I do want to know and it and it's a genuine honest like request you're not just taking the piss or anything like that like I non like judgment free (laughs) I'm so willing to like help and put you in contact with who the right people are to put you in contact with or anything else like that because to me that's the most important thing it's not sitting there and going well well, you didn't know and gatekeeping that it's being like okay you didn't know before let's make sure you know now and and moving forward from there it's it's not about you know judging the past it's about like you want to honestly be like you know what I didn't know help me and and or do I can I've had two different people come to me came into my dms bottle shop that I know um male person in beer that I know came in and was like look I know that you know about this we want to buy more women brewed and women led beer who who do you recommend and like off the top of my head I gave them like a selection including Mirakai um of people that they should get in because they didn't know like quite happy for anybody to you know come and ask us those questions we'll we'll give you the answers 
I mean, I'm not going to use the term slide into my DMs because that makes me feel like really weird. I don't, I've only ever heard of it as in like a... You end up in the like, requests. Oh, yeah. That's it. Uh, no, I, I always, always know about it as in like a, like, oh, they slid into my DMs. So it always makes me feel weird saying it. But you can, you can DM me. me. <laughs> I, t- I said at work to someone about, oh, you can IM me. And they were like, what? And I was like, I am. And they were like, what? And I was like, what do you mean what? And they were like, yeah, I don't know what that means. And I went, if I said DM, would you know what that means? And they were like, yes. And I was like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, yeah, I, I think you've got such a tool of like, you know, just a whole tool belt of resources and knowledge here that are willing to like give you your, give time for free, utilize that. Like there's no excuse not to utilize that and not have it. Um, so yeah, I mean, any, any, anything else, anyone else wants to throw out there before we wrap up? I have to say, Joe, Joanne, I love your wall behind you. Oh, that looks, looks, thank looks, you. Beautiful collection. Yeah, absolutely, I do. <laughs> thank you. I just wanted to say, you know, we've talked a lot about people, you know, coming to us for help. And I think, you know, there's, there's two things I wanted to add. Um, I think, you know, I do have a day job and I think sometimes people, there's a lot of resources out there already. There's a lot of resources on, uh, you know, if you want to find out where did the craft beer Me Too movement come from. There's a lot of people with highlights on their pages. Um, I get a lot of people that are like singular people coming into my DMs to go, just just fill me in on the whole thing and I think you know you've got to kind of meet us halfway sometimes you've got to you know if it's a brewery and they're like look I've heard about this and I just want you to help me get on to the next step hunky-dory but when it's someone that wants me to do all the work for them the work is there the work has been done um you know if you do a little bit of work it frees us up to help other people take that next step that are already willing um and then I think also uh, what I would say is it was so refreshing in the last couple of weeks because you know there's as you said there's a lot of this kind of people sitting over here and people sitting over here and I think you know it's really important that if to have a difficult conversation and be able to have a difficult conversation like an adult and you might not fully meet in the middle but you might come away with a whole new understanding and a whole new you know reason to be a bit more open and I'm never gonna you know if someone comes in and they troll me that's very different but if someone's like I just don't get this I don't get where you're coming from I just need a little bit more context or actually I can't get this into my head I think you know it's okay to disagree on something and have a difficult conversation and then come to a new place of understanding and I don't want that to be this polarization or you know we've talked about there's been a lot of like controversy and a lot of you know heated discussions in BIA and I think you know I just want to be open and be respectful. And I think, you know, we can come to a new understanding because I I seriously want to understand why breweries aren't doing some of this stuff. And actually if that's like, shit, I don't want to do it because I feel like it's going to cost me too much money or I don't want to do it because of this. It's just about honesty. And I think there's going to be some people in this community that can just help you. Or actually, I feel like it doesn't affect me. Why does it affect me? Um, I think, you know, we're all here and we can have those conversations and, I just wanted to say it's about being open and we're going to make change if we take action. Well, I was almost going to slightly echo what Kim was just saying, Kimberly was just saying, like, unfortunately, difficult conversations need to be had. Sometimes you do need to call people out. Um, And there's going to be people that 
don't want to welcome the conversation but there's also going to be I think a lot more people that will welcome the conversation so we have to be the driving force because no one else is going to be um so we have to fight this fight together and I'm yeah I'm really happy to be like standing here with you guys um and let's push this nothing's stopping us yeah excited very well said and and I think Rand like I completely agree with what you had said earlier about like sometimes you know sometimes like women's harshest victims like other other harshest judges are you know other women and and sometimes like we have to fix each other's crowns not you know knock them off or anything like that and uh yeah totally agree with that and I think that that just goes like beyond just women and women it's like everybody across across the board like we need to you know give someone a helping hand up not not sort of kick them off and and like like you know Bex and Kimmy both said like sometimes that means difficult conversation sometimes it means you don't agree and that's fine but it's about having a mature adult conversation and sort of understanding and maybe drawing a line in the sand and saying you know what we don't agree on this there's plenty of people that I'm really good friends with that we don't agree on certain things and you know what that's just how it is but we have um you know a polite conversation about it we know we can understand the other person's point of view and we just go like that's what it is that's diversity isn't it yeah exactly and this is what this is all about at the end of the day you don't have to be exactly I don't want people in my life that are exactly the same it'll be boring (laughs) boring you know it's all about diversity and it's about making room for all those different voices around the table because that's how you grow that's how you educate in life is by getting to know people that aren't the same with you like as you and, and you know you know Leanne I met you during lockdown and how much have we grown from getting to know each other do you know what I mean? You know, and I do, I th- you know, um, I've, I've got a lot of, you know, I'm very blessed with um, lots of female friends uh, and good female friends. And it is about being there for each other, empowering each other. And, you know, if we can spread that and continue to spread that, I'm all for it. I absolutely agree with Kimberly, though. You've got to start with educating yourself. You've, you know, we've all got to take a bit of responsibility there. It's not just about, oh, you tell me what's going on. What do I need to say? Do you know what I mean? Go and educate yourself because actually what you might find from, from going out and reading that information is actually you've got a different viewpoint than somebody else. Uh, and it's not necessarily about being the same. It's about teaching each other. Yeah, the right the right way, quote unquote, might be in the middle of what two different people do. So, yeah, no, that's that's brilliant. I feel like we've just had the last like five minutes five ten minutes were just like too powerful that I really feel like I don't want to follow it up with anything else because I think that's like really really good I mean Joe, is there anything else you want to put in there no, before I think, because I feel like that was really yeah, good I think we've come to a close ladies well does anybody I mean I guess Emma like the beer will have been out by the time this airs um because it's I'm assuming it's coming out the 18th um mm-hmm. at the moment so if you've not already got our brave noise beer like and it is still for sale I can't promise you it's still for sale because it's been going like hotcakes today yeah. like literally I watched it the countdown that we watched from like <laughs> Sunday of like this many kegs and this many and this many cases of cans and then all of a sudden it's no kegs and then there's no cans and it's a non-trade only so if you can get your hands on some please 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 go check it out um and and encourage your favorite breweries to do them if they're not already or if they are support them like you know get in there and yeah be brave and make noise really that's kind of all I've got to say (laughs)
Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't have said it better. Um, I will put on my social media who is uh, selling bread noise. Um, so we can basically support all of the craft beer pubs and bottle shops um, and whatnot that are supporting um, Brave Noise uh, and also like the other breweries as well that have taken part in Brave Noise go and get their beer um, as well because it's not just you know by our Brave Noise even though like our Noise is probably the best Brave Noise yeah. no, I'm not going to say that um, <laughs> they're, all, they're all different they're all completely different and yeah. special um, but yeah like get as many people's Brave Noises as possible because they all support um, different causes and it's a really interesting thing to try and taste them all like you two will be doing shortly. Things so, yeah. might be happening. So we're not going to say anything yeah. about that, but things <laughs> might be happening. We'll see. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you guys so, so, so yeah, much for joining you, us and um, giving your night up. I know we've gone over an hour as Joe and I are famous for doing. So thank you so much for your time and have a lovely evening, guys. Great conversations with great women. Yeah. Tired now. It's a definitely like a mentally draining conversation as well yeah. because it does require a lot of like emotion to be put into it like more so than someone like myself is used to doing on a daily basis because normally I'm, I don't get I don't know I don't normally put that much you know emotion out there on a regular basis so it's like having that conversation like oh it's quite it's tough but it's really good hearing everybody else's like perspective on it as well yeah. so these are, the, these are the hard conversations that we've got to have because if we don't talk about it it's never gonna get out there like and just by us having these conversations there could be somebody listening to it that goes oh I'm you know I've experienced that I've had that I've been made to feel that way and it's okay and you can talk to any of us if you need to like we are here I think it's really good like there's so many people that were involved in that conversation that were just like happy to help um and I think people would be foolish not to you know take people up on their offers of helping or yeah you know, like i said i, I hope this advice etc I, I hope this episode really serves like the one thing that i want from this episode is i really want it to serve as like a call to arms like like i said when we were recording like i don't want it to be um a blame game I don't want it to be for me personally I don't want anyone to feel shamed into doing one thing or another like I want someone to do something because they genuinely believe in something and they genuinely feel passionate about it and if they haven't done it yet because they're confused concerned on you know they don't know any of that like if there's anything that we can do to help bridge that gap and to help push people to want to get involved like I want to challenge all the breweries I love to be like yeah get involved like do do a brave noise beer if if you're used to brewing many regularly yeah if, you, if you're used Tasty to doing recipe. similar stuff anyways and you already have this code of conduct in place and yeah. you know that you guys are supportive of inclusivity and equality like what's the harm in just picking a charity and and donating beers to a charity like that that whole thing you know I don't know I'm just I'm waffling now so this can all come out but yeah I just I really hope that other breweries hear this and they want to get involved and that they've learned things that maybe they didn't already know and it inspires them to want to get involved yeah come join us in the anti-sexist anti-racist pro-equality beer club I'll take my jumper off or else Uh my jumper's behind me (laughs) sorry you got your cover one I've got my cover yeah yeah. Um, Tori, if people want to get hold of you and have a chat, where can they get hold of you? Yeah, if people just need me to 
just lend an ear. You can find me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. Joe, if people want to utilize your talents, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me. Um, I am a woman's brew on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. That's basically the podcast one. So you kind of you might get both of us on that. It's usually me that answers, but you may well be getting us at some point both through there. Um, or you can come and chat to me at my beer school, which is Love Beer Learning, and we are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter tiktok and pinterest we also have a website it's called contact form so you can contact me there too that's lovebeerlearning.co.uk and an email address lovebeerlearning at gmail.com if you're not sure of anything hop on that email address let us know your thoughts let us know if you need support um let us know what other episodes you want us to make who else do you want us to talk to we will do an episode for you so on that note cheers, cheers.